Yo, yo, yo. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 32. This is a revolution pod in the house. Got a special guest. Always my man Victorious here with us. And tonight we got Matt Carrera in the house. What's up, Matt? What's going on, guys? How are you? Yeah, Matt. Welcome, buddy. So we got the special you me. Got the special guest, Matt, man. Thanks for swinging by. We're going to get the lowdown with Matt, check in on him, check in on how he's been, get the coaching scoop. We are just talking before we went hot about how, um, you know, sensational sophomore over here scored four on Victorious 20 years ago. So, we'll, <laughs> um, you know, we'll get that. We'll get the scoop from Matt and, and just catch up with him. Man, lots going on in the sports world that we're going to hit on, but um, Matt's going to join us for this little conversation that we're going to start off with. He's going to hit some NCAA that I know people have been asking about. And then we're going to hit up some Celts. Going to talk. We're going to have a little break after that. And then me and Victoria is going to come uh, finish the show. But yeah, Matt, we're pumped, man. Let's go, Matt. What's what's really good? What's cooking? What's going on, Matt? Give us blesses, brother. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having us. I uh, The 20-year comment got me, man. I, I can't believe how long it's been <laughs> to actually sit there and think that was 20 years ago. 20 My years, man. Interaction. Flies by, don't it? That uh, was right on um that was right at the newer Haverhill, um, right at the high school. Um, right at the yeah, I guess the the back side of it, you know, right around the track there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> well, I got really lucky that a couple of guys wanted to act like knuckleheads the night before. So coach said, Hey, sophomore, you're finally gonna play. Wow. So love that. Took you gotta take your opportunities, right? It was an op- massive opportunity to play. I honestly, no offense to Victorious, I didn't care who was in goal. <laughs> didn't matter. <laughs> it didn't, didn't matter. matter. You were, you guys were coming on a mission, man. <laughs> we came in strong. I was able to put four away and introduce myself to Vic, and we've uh, been friendly ever since. Wow, that's a, that's a little introduction right there. <laughs> oh man, good times, good times. Yeah, man, Drake, you guys. I don't even think we ever got a point on you guys. I hate to even admit that. So you know, props to you guys, uh, the middies, man. You guys put in work back in the day, man. So. Wow, I mean, there's man. some big time players that came out of there. Huge, you know that still to this day you see them in these leagues that are uh, they're just there were some big time players for a small town. Yeah, I mean um, Mike Mike Cafeteria to me, you know that just um, just a legend in the MVC, uh, UMass Lowell. Um, he definitely made his rounds for sure. I would take Mike Cafeteria at Salem State right now. He's 37 years old. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I play with him now every once in a while still, and every time he's the best player on the field, I would take him at Salem State right now if he had eligibility. Matt, did he get MVP? Uh, probably, like, at least, he, right? Like every... He was all, he was Merrimack Valley Player of the Year that, that year. That year I was a sophomore. He was a senior. Yeah, he was Player of the Year. Goes on to UMass Lowell and uh, did amazing there. You know, when they were Division II, he, um, he was one of the catalysts of some big-time programs that went deep in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, homie, and you were pro- <clears throat> you were a product of that too, Matt. You know what I'm saying? Just with obviously, you know, you um, you know, you cut your teeth, you know, over at at Dartmouth, but um, you Matt Dartmouth, but just the whole Drake it legacy, my man. Uh, just want to give you your flowers. You know, you put in your work, and uh, yeah, it's just it's dope to have you on, man. And you know, me and have a pump to you know have you on talk talk your your soccer coaching career because that within itself, my friend, that's um. That that's you know you've had some 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 great accomplishments and I'm sure there's more. So yo Matt, bless us man. Like talk to us. What's how did it all start, man? It's been a fun ride coaching. I kind of I was kind of fell into it. You know that was really never the plan. 
Um, you know, it's funny that you talk about, you know, Mike Cafetero because those guys wanted me to go to UMass Lowell. And every time I see Coach Priestley, Ted Priestley, if you remember him, he always says to me, you could have been a Riverhawk, uh, which is funny because they were so good. But I just didn't want to stay nearby. I wanted to go away a little bit. And uh, being a Portuguese guy, so I have so much family in Dartmouth, New Bedford area. So when UMass Dartmouth recruited me, it was, uh, it was a no-brainer for me, man. I was going to my grandparents every Sunday, spent a ton of time with them. Um, so I wouldn't change anything. Um, and awesome. then the coaching thing just kind of happened after that. Yeah, I was just, when you were talking about um, having, having your buddy Mike still on the team, um, I was just thinking about, you know, all the connections that we've had. Well, we talked about the Portuguese club, um, you know, playing for Pac Law, Matt. Um, obviously you're, you're a Drake guy. We're in the Merrimack Valley. Um, talking about, you know, just the Daniel Webster stuff there in Nashua. We just talked about some of the, you know, one of your former players is, um, you know, the head coach there at the at international soccer club. So there's just a lot of connections all over the place, Matt. So what do you, um, I mean, take us back to Daniel Webster, take us back there for a little bit. Yeah. So I graduate college and uh, I start as an assistant coach at Daniel Webster. Uh, we, we won the league that year. And again, we had a great head coach. I kind of put that all together and, and then he left. And the second year they offered me the job. I didn't even know coaches were full, full time. I didn't even know you could be a full time coach. You didn't. Did so, you see, did you see it coming, Matt? Like, did you like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how that, how, yeah. Like how that. Well, actually, out? coincidentally enough, the, the guy left to go to Riviera. <laughs> right so he left daniel webster to go to Riviera. the funniest thing is i mean we went six and oh against Riviera the next six years unbelievable man. sounds about right <laughs> sounds about right unbelievable <laughs> man we gotta we gotta keep it a stack we, we gotta keep, keep it a stack for sure i had to take my lumps though i mean my first year there we, yeah. we had a good year we lost in the semis my second year there was the only year that we've ever had a losing season we were we were bad and mm. i think it's because i didn't know how to recruit yet you know, I didn't mm. realize the importance of recruiting. You can you can be the greatest coach in the world, but if you don't get the good, you don't get the right players. You're not going to win games. Man, hey, like, speaking of, oh, sorry, go ahead, Victorious. No, I was just just going to say, like the recruiting process is just such a, just you know, the talk graphics. about a yeah, talk about a village. You know what I'm saying? And and, and sometimes you don't even have that village. You got to go out and do it yourself. It's a grind. Uh, it's a grind. Yeah, because that's all I just wanted to just. Well, I was, I was just going to jump in when you were talking about being full time, Matt, at, yeah. um, at Daniel Webster. It's unbelievable, dude, because I know, so, you know, firsthand, so many coaching jobs are not full time. They're part time. And there's, you know, as far as like administrative support, there's like negative administrative support, man. You know, like you're out on your own. You know, it's like a one man band. Um, how is the obviously Daniel Webster? You got some support over there. Um, I mean, how did that? How is that over there? You know, I, I wouldn't say I got a ton of support, but I. They left me alone, which I loved because it allowed me to go do my thing where, mm -hmm. you know, if I didn't go in the office for four days because I was out recruiting every night, no one bothered me. And right. to be successful, that's really what you need to do, right, is I was out on the road every night just watching a ton of games. Uh, and my first real recruiting class was that class with Ezebio Morote, who's now the coach at, at International. Right, we brought in him and a bunch of other guys, um, and that really changed, you know, really the course of my career. Not just our program there, but the course of my career. I mean, I always tell those guys they made me. Yeah, wow, sounds. I can I can hear like the thankfulness in the, in your voice. Um, 
that's awesome to see. I know we personally, Victorious, you know, at Riv, I know we had some battles against DW, didn't always go our way. Um, but now it's, I, I love to hear that. And just like I said, just those local ties, there's so many, um, the Riv stuff, Daniel Webster, we go, you know, that, that was always a, a, a heated battle when we played. So when, when I, when I saw that you were coaching there, Matt, it, it made me feel some type of way, but I was, yeah. I was, I, you know, I'd love to see the success. So, you know, I I'll tell you, it was really tough. It was really tough to win at Daniel Webster because of how small the school was. Um, so I had to really sell kids on, listen, come here and play for a great soccer program. And I was lucky that we were able to get that group of guys. And, um, you know, sure enough, this, you know, fast forward three years, you know, we won the league three years in a row, 14, 15, and 16. And then the school closes. But at the same time, Salem State opened, and it was a great opportunity. It was a great timing for me to move on to Salem State. It's like, it's like when you know, you know, you know. I know it's like so cliche, but, you know, timing is everything, too. Um, and like you said, you know, one door closes, man, that other door never realized. It's been a fun ride. For sure. For sure, man. Yeah. We've been, and we've been seeing it from afar, Matt, you know, we've seen it, um, you know, a a fan here, you know, I've been a fan of yours from, from the day you scored four goals on me, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, the the, the toughest obstacle is, uh, you know, for me, I always want to go after the best players. Um, and oftentimes those guys are getting division one, division two looks. So the toughest obstacle sometimes is getting these kids to understand, yes, we're, you're a division three program, but you, we're a good division three program. And sometimes as you know, the younger years, they just, a lot of kids don't, they, they don't think D three is as competitive as it is, but it really is super competitive. It's funny you mentioned. So when did you start at Salem state 2017? Fall of 2017 was my, uh, my first season there. Awesome, awesome. And that, you know, pretty smooth transition like we're talking about from Daniel Webster over to Salem State. I mean, any snags, you, you get people. Um, I know sometimes that, you know, can get a little nasty, a little gnarly sometimes. Well, I'll tell you what. I got offered the job right around March, late March. And the second phone call I made, as soon as I got off the phone, the first, sorry, the first phone call I made, was to Miley Malongo from Lowell High, who's now playing professionally in San Diego. Uh, he was a Lowell High kid and kind of flew under the radar, didn't have enough money to play club soccer. He's a Division One player. So we get him to commit right away. I brought some Daniel Webster guys with me, so you sprinkle in a little championship experience Ooh. with the best player in the league. The kid go, gets, you know, we, win, we go undefeated, we win the league. The kid wins rookie of the year, player of the year, signs with UMass Lowell the following year. You know, and now he's playing professionally. He was playing with the Revs two squad for one season. Wow, that's impressive. That's he's impressive. the best player I ever coached for sure. I mean, he helped me change that program. It's just like you said, though, Matt. And I know Victoria, so you can chime in on this. We played I'm division. Sure. We we played division three at Riviera, and uh, you know, I played volleyball for the most part. You know, one season of soccer, but yeah, we played D three. You know, three D three volleyball, and you know, we played D one schools. We played D two schools. You know, we played everybody, anybody, anybody, and everybody. And yeah, you. The competition is stiff, bro. The, you know, underrated. Uh, I know you're what, – what conference are you at? The Mascat? We're the Mascat. Tough conference, bro. Yeah. Tough conference. So, yeah, the people for sure. And, uh, and and forgive me, Matt. UMass Dartmouth, what division are they? We're th- that's Division three as well. Three. D3. Three. So, so, you know, for, for, for yourself, from your own playing experience, you know, and now coaching, the levels really aren't that much different. No. The levels aren't that much different. Maybe, you know, size is probably the ultimate differentiator, I think. It is for volleyball. 
Yeah. But um, yeah, I think you know we, we play. You can play if you can play. You can play. There are schools. At, I would say the bottom tier of the Northeast Ten Division Two Conference that uh, wouldn't be able to to keep pace with some of the big D three programs. That's a fact. That's a, there it is, people. Facts. That's a fact. Uh, well, I can tell you just coaching at Merrimack. When I coached at Merrimack, they were any mm-hmm. ten. Some of the teams on the you know, like you said, the bottom half of the teams. Um, they're the, yeah, they're. D, some D2, uh, excuse me, D3 teams could definitely keep up with them. That's a fact. Well, I always say that the best Division three programs are the teams that have, you know, four or five guys that probably could have played Division one but chose to go to this program for whatever reason it may be. Right, right. right? Like UMass Boston. You know, they got a ton of talent in that area that probably could play at higher levels, but maybe it's easier for them from a family standpoint to just commute. You know, a lot of them are – Brazilian descent or Cape Verdean descent, and it's easy for them to just go to UMass Boston. Well, I can tell you, Henry Henry was a product of UMass Boston, and that's exactly it, man. You had those guys coming in from Medford, just easier. Just they were still at home, just tra- you know what I'm saying. Just just still live the city life, you know. Again, yeah. that that's the UMass Boston. Um, actually, did you, ever, you did you play against Romeo I, from UMass th- Boston? I um, think so, yeah, because I know I played against Henry at least one year. They were in our league, so. Romeo, yeah, I Romeo, Henry, one year. Yeah, I know Romeo was definitely one of the, the uh, you know, obviously flashy, right? Like, <laughs> definitely chip, yeah. like one, one, of, one of them types. You just want to bundle right in the kneecaps, but um, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm just thinking back on 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 those playing days um, when you when you guys, well, me too, I guess. But yeah, um, yeah, just bringing it, just bringing it all back, man. Just all the communities, how they're all tied. Because UMass Boston, that's Mass CAC as well, right? No, that's Little League. So they're in the same conference as UMass Dartmouth. That's right. That's right. That's, you, that, that's, that's a very good league. You know, Eastern tough Connecticut conference as well. is really yes. good. Western Connecticut's really good. Keene mm-hmm. State, it's a, it's a big time league. Yeah, it's Western. West, yeah, yep, yep. You know, some good squads. Yeah, yeah that was actually going to be one of my questions. Just like, who was the best player? Who was, you know, who, who, and there you go. You touched yeah, on it. I would you say the best, it. yeah, the best player I ever coached was Miley Milango for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, who mm-hmm. I only got to coach for a year because he had to go. I mean, there were times <laughs> where I was looking at my assistant and I said, yeah, we're like... never going to see this in Division Three soccer right, ever right, again. Right, right. I mean, he scored some goals that, you know, people would ask me, do you think he can go pro? And I said, yes, because I, I he has the ability to score goals that, you know, not many people have. And he's a presence. He's a presence. He's a, he's presence. a yeah. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. Hundred um, yeah. percent. I follow him on the gram. I see, you know, I see the work that um, it, it's just dope to see. Um, and what a grateful I'm, kid! I mean, he comes back to preseason every year. He comes to any all of our games that he can. Yep. We're trying to build a brotherhood at Salem State. We mm. want like guys. You know, I just got off the phone an hour ago with a guy who was a third string keeper for us in my first couple of years there. Um, about, you know, he's got, he's looking for some advice on professional advice. And I want all my players that play for me to always know, Hey, you can call me for any reason, not just call me, call one of your former teammates, or maybe it's not your former teammate. Maybe it's a guy that played a year before you, but Hey, he's part of the Salem state men's soccer brotherhood. Um, I think that matters. Matt matters big time, Matt. You know, I think, um, you know, we, we've touched on this in the past, just right. Like, you know, not even not not to get down down the whole like mental health thing, Matt, but having support, having people you know, you know who you've you know ridden the team bus with, you know what I'm saying? You you you've you've gone through war with them, you know, in games. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it's good to fall back on on guys like that and hear back, and especially for players like that hitting up you know 
coach. Just you love to hear it. You love to hear it. Yeah, doesn't like I said. Doesn't matter if it's a third string keeper or, or Miley who was a star for us. You know, everybody plays their part in winning championships. Yeah, for sure. I know that's something I mentioned. Like we talked about Jared Dudley, right? OBC cat. Yes. And maybe you know, uh, just a savvy NBA vet, 13, 14 year vet. Uh, he's a coach now, but one of the things I saw him, you know, his quotes was like, "Be a star in your role." Right, Matt. So that just exactly. Exactly, exactly what you're talking about. Not every dude, not everyone can be a starter. There's only so many spots, you know. But you can be an awesome teammate. You know, you can help. You know, uh, lift up your teammates. You can be, you know, not uh, like coaching. Imagine if you had like kids um, that just, you know, self starters, self motivators. You know, so you mm-hmm. don't have to ride them all the time. You know, it's yeah. things like that. Um, when I hear when you when I hear you say brotherhood, Matt, think of my Riviera volleyball cats. Uh, just a big go. family. Family, we, we, we always say family after the huddles, family, one, two, three, family. Yeah. So that stuff for sure, man, it, it's, uh, it has legs to it. it uh, it's meaningful. And like you're talking about, you, you're talking about a third string years later after one of your, you know, first or second teams. So who really knows how close that connection was? But obviously, you know, it was solid, man. So, yeah, I'd love exactly. to hear that. That counts for sure, man. And, you know, what you were saying about, you know, everyone knows their role. You know, when we won the league this year, you know, we had we ran through the conference. I mean, we didn't give up a goal in conference play. Wow! It's, until the championship, you know. Of course, they go up one zero first fifteen minutes. Who was that? Everyone, who who who? who uh, was that Worcester? Framingham State. Framingham, I saw that in the final. Yeah. So it's like you know, and we had talked about it because when we you go all season without giving up a goal, your only concern is how are you going to react when you do give up a goal? Mm. You know. So we had talked about that before the game. Hey, if we give up a goal. It's okay. We average two and a half goals a game. We're going to score. Right. You know, so we, you know, we win the league. We go on to the NCAA tournament. We play Connecticut College, who was favored to win the whole thing, um, who ultimately did win the whole thing. Won the whole freaking now, tournament. Guys. We lost to them in penalty kicks, 0 0. But wow. every guy that we used had to play their role and play it well. Even if we, you know, I told, you know, if you're only in there for two minutes, that's a big two minutes. You know, if you're in there for 10 minutes, that's a big 10 minutes. And every guy that we put in off the bench, you know, did what they had to do to really just contain them. I mean, that's how talented they were. You know, ultimately, we take them to PKs. You think you have it won. You don't win. They go on to win a national championship. Nothing to, to hang your head down for. You know what I mean? It was it was a hell of a fight. Definitely, definitely nothing to hang your head over. I remember we were at a birthday party. Uh, me, the homie Greg, and Mike uh, Kulik, we were all out of breath, and we were following along. And I stepped outside because we couldn't get, I couldn't get service. I came back, and I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I give, I give. I you were watching it. the game. I think we, I couldn't watch it, but I was following all along, like oh. the stats. And I came back in. I, I call it like the Diddy Kong. Like I shake my head. I was like, nah, yeah. I appreciate we, like, that. Like man. We I lost. Really do. I appreciate that. I had nah, a lot we were there, we were there in spirit, man. So when when you know, I think I don't I don't even think I texted you. I think I waited out because you know, but I one thing I wanted to tell you was like, bro, like and you you know, I don't need to tell you, be proud. Be yeah. proud. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, you know how this game is played too. I mean, there are certain games where we played it the way Portugal played France in the two thousand sixteen mm-hmm. Euro final. I mean, we had to. You know, Heather, we had to Heather, play the Heather, game that Heather, way. Heather, with that goal at the end. I'm, you know, <laughs> I, 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 like, I like the French team. So, when Heather <laughs> scored that goal, I was like, you got to be 
kidding me? Ah, uh, believe me, I did not expect Edder nobody to a game winning goal in a game <laughs> like that. I like. That. Sorry, I just like that you brought me back to that game, and I'm like, damn, that was. But like you said, the amount of people that texted me that were watching that NCAA tournament game, I was amazed by. You know, I was getting videos of people watching it at bars or in the office or wherever they were, and uh, I mean, I appreciated it, and we. Uh, like I said, we fought. I mean, goalkeeper makes two saves and penalty kicks. You still don't win. We missed three. We missed three. Um, but to their credit, the goalie that they put in for penalty kicks actually oh, came in. Oh, had four because kicks. I got a national final and did the same thing. Yes. Oh, sorry. Questions. That's one of my, yes. my, my fault, man. We jumped in there. I just got excited. I just got same, excited. So, same. So you're going, against Connecticut. you're going against Connecticut College. They got a keeper who's like uh, PK specific, like a PK. Specifically for have, PKs. Oh my god! Oh my god! What's happening with us? Because my keeper saved two. He like, saved three of them. They break call call down to the bullpen. Like yeah, yeah bring in Mariano. You know, right. it was waiting. crazy. It was impressive. But what's more impressive is the kid did it again in the national final. Wow. wow. Well, Matt, I gotta ask you. Right, leads to my. I'm sure you've seen it. Um, you know, Chelsea was in. I forget what cup it was. Caribou Cup or some bogus cup out there. You know, they brought in, you know, Mendy's been playing like a yeah. stud for like two years, man. Like, he's been on a roll. Standing they bring in Keppa, you know, for the, just exactly what you're talking about. Give me give me the coaching move, Matt. Are you making that move? So, I, I can't I, – I watched that whole game too, and uh, my buddy's a big Chelsea fan, so we talked about this. You can't discredit the coach for it simply because Keppa did – he did it twice, didn't he, where they put him in and he made some big saves. But I agree with you. As you were watching the game, uh, what's his starting keeper? I forgot his name is big. What's his name? Mendy. 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 Yeah, yeah, Mendy. He, he played big that game. Senegal represent. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he, he, not only that game. I mean, he won the Champions League for him. He's been, he's literally been on like a two year yeah. run. So well, I, I can't tell you, I'm not sure what I would have done in that situation. Obviously you, you know, your team more, the coaches know their team more than anything, but uh, I could see, I understand why they did it, but ultimately I agree with you. I think it lost them the game. Yeah, when that happened, and we knew you, Matt was going to be on the show. I was like, I jotted that and put that one down. Like, man, I got to bring that one up when Matt comes because it's you know to me, I would never, ever, 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 ever do that. It's a, I, it's a, to me, it's it's you're putting so much pressure on that player that it's you know, again, if they have a track record of it, that that's a different ball game. You got to take that into account. So on. And so well, forth. just so you know, Hob, I also put in a keeper for PKs that day. Oh, you <laughs> and did. He made two saves. He made that. That was the one that made the two. Wow! So really, both coaches put in a keeper for the PKs, and both keepers stepped up. Wow! Now, now let me ask you. No, so your keeper, he's a backup, obviously. What I mean, the other guys just overall. So better. just so you, I mean, we we in big moments like that, we we make team decisions. And to be honest, my starting goalkeeper is the one who said to me, "Hey, I think Lee is better here," and I said, "I agree." I love it. Hey, right. I was gonna say because it takes. I love the input. It takes it takes from the goalie. I almost, love the input, dude. It, I love it does. I, I would almost, you know, I would imagine too. Mendy, in some respect, he had to have same had, thing. Had to have agreed to same it. thing. Literally. He had to bless that. Probably, yeah, bless that. probably. I'm sure they've talked about it. And again, at the end of the day, if you have a good team, that means you have teammates that are putting the team first. So if my first string goalie says to me, you know, I think we're better with Lee. Lee, his name's Lee. We put Lee in here. I agree, you know, and I and I understand why, and we're all on the same page. You're cool with this? I'm cool with it. Let's make it happen, man. Yeah, Matt, good stuff, man. Unbelievable, Matt. So so proud um, of your accomplishments, man. The DW stuff, three in a row. 
that first NCAA win, right? You had the first tourney win. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. Let's not sleep on that. You know, yep, yep. move over to Hit Salem. Move yep. over to Salem State. Tough division. You know, Vikings represent right down the North Shore. I love Vikings. it. Mo- local squad. I love it. Actually, I had um a, a buddy of mine, a good friend of mine, went to Salem State. Played on the baseball team. Um, yeah, dude. I, I, you know, what do you think, Matt? What do you, you know? coming up what's what's the outlook what's the what's the scoop what's a recruiting class like how's the are we back to normal now a little bit i know there was probably a little craziness with covid um talk about it what, what's the outlook going forward well my recruiting class every year has to be good because um <laughs> now you got a bar school, now you got a bar <laughs> yeah well that and out of state school you lose kids for different reasons you know we don't we don't have this like small little private school where, you know, a kid gets there freshman year, he's going to be there for four years. It doesn't work like that. You know, sometimes you lose kids for financial reasons. Sometimes it's grades. Um, lately it's been kids. I've had four, four kids transfer division one after having a good year with us. Um, so, so that's been happening. Our, our rookie player of the year this year is, you know, I I don't think he'll be back either. Um, so it's important that we bring in a good recruiting class every year. Here's a crazy stat for you. Seven years in a row, my leading goal scorer has been a freshman. Wow. So that wow. means every year we've brought in a kid. Not only have we, you know, sometimes we lost the kid before, but every year we've brought in a kid who makes an immediate impact. Wow. Nice. Oh, we call that the Coach K effect. Yeah, it's good and bad because what's going to happen when I don't bring in a stud? That's how right, I Right, right. That, that, the minute you said I was like, well, I mean – is that a bad problem to have? But it's, a, it's, it's a eventually going to catch up to me a little bit, right? Because, yeah, there's going to be you right. know, it doesn't happen. Yeah, yep. uh, b- Better to be that way than not, though. Better to have those, you know, those standards. You always hit in the recruiting class now. I, just a quick question, two quick questions that I have. Um, when you're recruiting, you obviously it's state school, you know, you're in Salem. You recruit mostly in mass. You got mostly mass kids, mostly local guys. Mostly, yeah. We have, I think, two or three New Hampshire kids. We had a right. goalkeeper from Florida. Um, I have some connections out of state and we, you know, we try to make it work, but it's so, e- it's so much cheaper and financially just Makes smarter sense. Right. Massachusetts kids. So ultimately I just try to go after Massachusetts best. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Now, the other question I have probably a little bit deeper, but I want to ask you, Matt, and I, I try to ask for the guests that we have on. I want you, or, or, you know, if you can just think for a little bit, who is, um, you know, if you could name one or two people who've, I don't know if they've inspired you. They've helped you along your way. Um, I know you mentioned like your prior coach before who went to Riv, who helped you out, kind of set, you know, um, you know, a little standard there. But anybody that you want to give some flowers to that you want to give a shout out to, like I, me and Vic always talk about like our, you know, our wives, you know, we do some, you know, they're all here helping out. What What do you think? Name a person or two who, um, you know, who's blessed you along the way. Yeah, I think the the coaches I've had a chance to work with, um, you know, Bill Lawler at, at Revere gave me my first shot. So he's kind of always, you know, every time I see that guy, you know, I make sure he knows how appreciative I am of, of him giving me my opportunity. Um, my college soccer coach, I go to for a lot of advice. Um, but one guy that's sort of helped me along the way, too, is uh, the head coach at UNH, Mark Hubbard. I got so much respect for what he's done. He's, I mean, in my opinion, he's the greatest, he's the best coach in the country. You know, he was at Southern New Hampshire. He won a, a Division II national title in 2013, moves over to UNH. And, I mean, they've been top 10 in the country you know, since he's been there. Um, and I've, I was fortunate enough to kind of work with him a few years back and kind of go to him for some advice on things. And uh, he's been great. And then there's some some people in the department, right, at Salem State that, you know, have some years on me. 
uh, our boss, Nicole Wood, our, our basketball coach, Chris Harvey, our basketball program has been really good. They've been, they've gone to multiple sweet 16s. Um, so I pick his brain quite a bit. Um, I'd say probably those guys. And of course, yeah, my, uh, you know, my family that has, you know, supported me along the way. I think they, uh, they enjoy coming to games now. Cause you know, I was telling you guys off air, you come to a Salem state game. It's like an event now, you know, it's the a, tail it's a party it's a little before and after the game is it's, it's, it's fun. I can, yeah, um, I, awesome, I just love to hear, you know, cause again, I've done some coaching victorious, you know, you've done some coaching, man. It's, it's a thankless job, man. You know, there's not, you're not going to make, I'll tell you what, and, and I'm sure you know, it. you're not going to be a millionaire coaching. No. Uh, may, maybe not anytime. So maybe you work your way up there. You know, yeah. Don't get me wrong, but um, it's, it's a, it's a thankless job, man. It's not, there's crazy hours. There's a, the, you know, toll on your family. Uh, you know, you're hitting the, the road uh, often. Yeah. It's just, it's a thankless job, man. Not, the, the players sometimes can be a pain. Sometimes you don't, it sounds like uh, admin staff at uh, support at Salem state has been pretty cool pretty good which i love to hear but um yeah man all that good stuff man it's just like yo listen this man matt right i'll tell you right now this this dude he's coaching this man well this man's a worker because when as you know when i used to um when i used to facilitate strive uh the residential home this man was still putting in shifts for me on the weekends driving kids bro matt i just my guy i appreciate you on levels (laughs) <laughs> beyond soccer my guy just because i just i know how hard you're you i see how hard you grind my guy and, and you help so just want to just want to call you out for that i think there's i appreciate that big i think it's because <laughs> i want to live a certain lifestyle that like Hob said you can't live on a coaching salary so it, it's my job to kind of find other ways to supplement my salary um so i do that a, a, a ton of different ways and, and one of them was working with vic you know, at that program, uh, I also do a ton of camps, clinics, you know, sometimes lessons, anything, any individual training, really anything to to allow me to be able to do what I love. Um, I need to obviously, again, make a little bit of money. So I, I have to do those things. But it's OK because I get to to wake up and, and be happy about working every day. Yeah, awesome. man. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Matt. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, what else we want to get into, guys? You want to cover anything else on? You know, we hit up Daniel Webster, a little bit of UMass Dartmouth. We went through a ton of Salem State, man. Big up to Salem State. What, um, you know, anything else? We, let's let's do this real quick, Matt. You were ta- just talking about, um, you know, s- supplementing your income, your camps. What can people, how can people hit you up on the camp? You have summer camps that you host? Yeah, we run three weeks of summer camp, youth camp, uh, which is, is big. I, I love that because, uh, you know. What, kind of, what, age, what age is we talking about? All ages? Uh, we're talking just youth. No, we're talking about ages six to 14. There we go. So we do one full week at Salem state. It's an all day camp. Uh, usually have about 75, 80 kids. Um, and then we do two, two weeks in Marblehead, which is a a town just over, uh, next door to Salem. Um, and we had 80 kids at that camp last year and it's, it's nine to 12. So I always tell people just follow us on Instagram, Salem state men's soccer, we post sort of the camp stuff that we do. Uh, and I love it. The kids love it because I get to hire my players. So, you know, they love it. And we show them. It's more than just shocker. We'll bring them in. We'll show right. them highlight videos. Of Those the, guys are stars. Those guys are stars. Exactly. They love it. The kids love it. They come to all the games. Hey, that was my coach at camp. Yeah, blah, for blah, blah. sure. For sure. So it's really fun. 
I love to hear that, man. Um, I was just, when you just said that brought me back to coaching camps at Rib. I used to coach camps at Ribs. That's like, just so you're talking about those all day camps, those sport camps. And then years later, you have the same kids going to school, going to Ribs. Yeah. I'll right? be the first to tell you guys, I hated working camps. It's oh fun. man. I used to, I used to like it. Cause it was easy. It was pretty good money. We used to take right. a nap. We used to take a nap during like lunchtime. The kids used to watch a movie. I used to take like an hour nap. Yeah. It was yeah, long days. Yeah, it was yo, long days. days. Yo, and Throughout make sure, summer, right, make sure you wear your, yo, as a keeper, I, I, this is kind of a crazy story. I didn't wear sunblock for a whole week. I took my goalie gloves and I swiped my forehead. I kid you not, you know, I got a brown forehead. Like, brown came off, like, on my goal. <laughs> Bro, I thought, like, I lost my forehead because I had got so much sun on my head. So, kids, <laughs> oh, man. make sure you're wearing your sun. You know, make sure you get stay protected from the sun, people. Hey, well, yeah, definitely. They're, they're, they're definitely long days. They're, they're long days, but they're fun. They're, you know, at the end when it's, it's over, it's fun with, and the kids absolutely love it. So, mm. we'll definitely throw a little link out there. We'll throw a little connection out there for the, the camps. You know, let, let people know how they can get at you, Matt, for sure. Um, yeah, and, and any kids out there, you know, um, get, get it. That's, Honestly, the only way you're going to improve, you know, is work. Well, oh, we, got, uh, we got followers in the North Shore. Uh, Matt, we got followers in the North Shore. Yeah, so. good. We um we got some kids at our camp now that I'm like, man, already recruiting. eight years, you're considering <laughs> There's some but ballers. Honestly, Matt, it's a chance for you to plant seeds. Absolutely. You know, that's I'm sure that doesn't go you know unnoticed. But, man, I love to hear that, Matt. All, all good things, man. Um what what can we jump into next? What can we any anything else you want to let you know put a you know put a button on, on for anything that you have, Matt? What's I think that's it. I mean, listen, I appreciate you guys supporting Salem State men's soccer. It's my pride and joy. It really is. Like I I love it. I I treat it. I I work my butt off at it. And uh, you know we've had some success, and it's always it's always nice when you're winning. But hey, there's highs and lows. I mean, there's going to be times where I'm maybe chatting with you guys, and I'm talking about a semifinal conference loss. You know, it's it's right. been a fun year, but now it's like time to turn the page and, and figure out if we can win it next year. Wow. Spoken like a true coach, man. Spoken like a true coach, For sure. Well, listen, let's kick this soccer ball the hell out of here. You know what I'm saying? Boom. We'll pump that ball out. And, yo, Matt, I know you're a baller too, bro. I see you on the basketball streets. <laughs> I love college basketball, man. I love, I love playing basketball too. It's such a good workout. But, you know, growing up, there wasn't a ton of soccer on TV. That was, you know, part of the problem, right? I only remember watching soccer, like, with my dad on Sundays on the Spanish channel. Like, that's how we saw soccer, you know? So, ultimately, I was able to kind of gravitate a little bit, watch some basketball. And what I love about college basketball is, especially now, March Madness, man, how much work these kids put into this. I mean, look at St. Peter's, man, what they, di- what they just did. What a run. Wild run. I got it for sure, Matt. You're going to be our NCAA go-to right now because, you know, I can't even – I can't I can't front. The March Madness, NCAA, we just got so much going on, man. It's like, you know, I don't have the bandwidth to uh, to follow NCAA all the way like, you do, like you know, um, you know, just in depth. But I for sure saw the St. Peter's run. I know we got the Final Four coming up, Kansas, Villanova, Duke, UNC, Coach K's kind of last run here. Um, so that's really what, you know, the highlights that I got written down. But – I mean, what can you tell us, you know, give us any insight on this, this little tourney, you know, where we stand, any, any highlights that you have um, from this tourney here? What can we, um, you know, break us off, man? There's a, you know, you talk about inspiring earlier. There's a guy that inspires me, Coach K, and, and what he's been able to do and sustain, right? That's what's the most impressive about it is 
to be able to win at that level year in and year out. Um, I would say this, you know, makes, I know you said you guys were busy, make some time Saturday night, 6 p.m. is the first game. Well, Saturday, Saturday night, we're going to be, <laughs> we're, it's as crazy as it sounds, Matt, we're, um, we're commenting that game for ISC. Uh, oh, on that okay. Yeah, we're going to be, yeah, they asked us to be. Uh, we'll, we'll be in Nashville Saturday at 6. Or I'm five. curious to know how that game goes. I got a couple of guys on that team, a couple of Salem State guys. We're, we're also waiting. I have to tune in. Have to tune in, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's great that you guys will be commentating. That's it. Will I be able, if I, if I were to, like, pull that up on my computer, can I listen and watch the game? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're doing a stream. Um, yeah, we'll send it. We'll probably have the link out. But, yeah, you can listen to us uh, announce the game as it goes on. Saturday, yeah. Saturday is going to be a wild. There's so much going on on Saturday. I mean, I'm a wrestling head, WrestleMania. You've got the Final Four, which, you know, uh, that game. Um, United, for me, Manchester United, they play at 1230. I don't even know what to do that day. I got, a, like, busy, I got like a busy day person. I got like a going away little party going on. Guys, like, yeah. <laughs> Vic's just going to be on his couch watching sports all day. I'm just – right. I'm just like – right. Exactly. That's that's every sports guy's dream, though, is those type of days. right? You already got your Saturday shirt on. <laughs> you, you already know it. You already know it, baby. Uh-huh. That's, that's awesome. I'll you tell have... you what, Jared Barboza running that ISC, it's good for him, man. You know, when I think of Jared Barboza, I grew up battling against that kid. You know, he was like my rival for like since I was like six. <laughs> okay, you got me beat there. I'm saying I rival with him. He probably didn't even realize it, but like when he was playing, I think for Nashua, um, and we were playing for Riv. You know, all them young cats trying to beat us college dudes, and you oh. know, he probably don't even realize it. But you, he, he was, I was like Jared. Now I'm like, hey, you're a nice guy. Like, what yeah, yeah. He was, he's a nice guy now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he had, <laughs> you know, we would, you know, we would get into some battles on the field, but. He used to play at Drake and Indoor Sports. You know, his father would always have a team there. Mm. And, uh, man, what a good player he was. You're talking about a guy that can score goals. You know, Jared Barboza could put the ball in the back of the net. Mm-hmm. Then he played at Salem State. And I played against him in college when I was UMass Dartmouth. I'm like, I remember talking to him in the game. And I said, you know, wow, I can't believe, like, our paths. We never really played together. But always, all the way up until college, I'm still playing against you? <laughs> it, was, it was funny. That's funny. Yeah, it's, well, it's funny. I always say, you know, I always relay everything back to the volleyball world because that's kind of where I'm, where I'm, you know, my basis is. But it's so funny. The, the circles are so small, you know, like the soccer world. It's a small world, you know, like when I, I always think about the volleyball world. It's a small world, you know, from from Maine to, to Connecticut and New England. You know, everybody, all the volleyball players. Yeah. So it's funny. We just to talking about you guys battling, battling, battling. It's like you can't get away from each other. Bob, I'm going to have to bring you in in the summer. So my buddies, we love playing volleyball in the summer. And the grass. So we yeah. set up a, we set up a net. You know, we we got the beers. We're drinking. We're hanging. We're playing volleyball. We're all athletes, but we never played volleyball. So it's like you would come in there and probably dominate. But I think you would think ah, these guys aren't too bad. We can hold our own a little bit. Dude, exactly what you're talking about, Matt. When I was growing up in high school, I had one of my good friends, Dustin. He had a. Um, we basically built a beach net in his back, a beach court in his backyard. Oh yeah. So a couple that. of us would, a couple of us were actually on the team. Right. And we could actually ball. But, uh, you know, the rest of our friends, they just get come and play anyway. Same thing you're talking about. Yeah. We just mix it up. Everyone have a good time. It's a good, ex- good exercise. Oh, it's such a fun workout. You know, so now it's dude, uh, grass. It's a good thing. Better play, on, on a grass nice, sunny too. day. Yeah. Now it's yeah. Believe me. Volleyball. Good time. Usually good vibes going on for sure. Um, no, I'd like to hear that. Catch a wave, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
the, the circle the, uh, for real though the volleyball circle small community and like i said the uh the soccer you know beach volleyball is tough though oh yeah oh yeah you, i you, mean you, you can't know. jump as much you're, you're caught into the sand so it's a little difficult and even if, if you start playing at the beach too throwing that throwing the wind right that you throw it you throw a setup or you know you think something's going to be uh you know where it's supposed to be all of a sudden oh you know gus will throw it out you know have you ever target. played on a beach we were in Fort Lauderdale at a, at a, a bachelor party, and we all, sure enough, one day, hey, let's all go play volleyball. So we go four on four, but the sand was so hot, we had to go buy socks. And we put <laughs> socks on, and we played that way. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> we got some, definitely got some Florida heads that listen to the show, some volleyball heads, so I'm sure they'll appreciate that one, man. Awesome. Um, yeah, listen. Hey, we 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 um we we mix it up a bit. We got Just, off topic. No, it's all good. That's yeah. yeah. Listen, we do whatever we want on the show, Matt. Um, <laughs> with 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 March Madness, I know we touched on it off a little bit off here. There was an injury to a dude at Villanova. I mean, yeah. that's probably gonna put a scrap on him. Like, who's walking away with this tournament? Is yeah, coach, that's a, that's is coach, gonna say is coach K gonna get like? Give us a prediction, real quick, Matt. What Give do we got, Matt? Uh, you know, every I always say Duke, and people that know me just assume it's because I'm a big Duke fan. But uh, I think it's their time, and I think I think UNC is playing really well. But they weren't playing that well all season, which is why they're an eight seed. You know, the, all season no one thought they were a contender. All of a sudden, they beat Duke in that last game, right? Coach K's last game at, at Duke, and all of a sudden it's like they flipped a switch, and now they're one of the best teams. Uh, that was the are. that was the Literally. conference for the ACC. It wasn't for the ACC tournament title. It was just the last game at a regular season game. Ah, okay. Um, and they beat Duke. And, and since then, like I said, they've just been really, really good. So it's going to be really tough. Uh, but I think Duke ultimately will, will get through them and, and win it all. It might just be written. might be written in the stars, too, for Duke, you know? I, I feel like it, yes. Because you and I'm not honestly, I'm not. I always, you know, Duke UNC big rivalry. You know, when I when I did watch college basketball, I was a big UNC fan. You know, Joe Forte type. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joe Forte types. You know, so yeah, I just I I think it might just be written for for Duke. You know, I can't. It'll I don't even. One, I think it'll be one of those two, right? I always I think there's a lot to be said about the teams that are close every year but don't win it. Right, and there's so many of those teams in, in so many different sports, but Kansas is kind of one of them. You know, they did win one in 2008, but every year, how many times have they been a one seed and they don't win? True. You know, so, so I don't think they're going to win. Yeah, and Villanova being hurt, like you said, they got an injury to star player, so that might just be might I put think them that kills them too. The yeah. So I think it'll them. it'll come down to to UNC Duke and see who wins that one and probably wins it all. All right. Well, you heard it here first, folks. You know, we're giving it to Duke. We're giving it to Coach K. I don't know how many championships this is. You know, who knows how many this is for him, but. <laughs> He's got guys, five so far. Just a legend, bro. Just a serious legend. Big and I, like I said, I don't even like Duke, but you got you to gotta respect him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, a lot of people either love Duke or they hate Duke. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's you true. have to respect what they've done. They're polarizing for sure. Um We'll see how that prediction goes, man. We appreciate that. Appreciate the intel on the NCAA tourney. Uh, I had no clue this guy from Seton Hall, or excuse me, from Villanova was injured. Actually, I just mentioned Seton Hall. I saw the St. Peter's coach took the gig there. How about that, huh? So what's crazy, again, about March Madness is, you know, that guy was probably making a hundred to 200000 at a small school like St. Peter's. Uh, I was, you know, having dinner wow. at my mom's uh, during no, no, one of those games. And I remember, yeah, I had to get some Portuguese food. So, and I remember telling her, hey, you see that guy right there? He just became a millionaire, you know, when they beat Kentucky. Because that's how it is in that That's sport, how it works. You know? 
you make a little run, someone big signs you, and you're you're big time. I seen those guys. They were going um whatever like they were like going to the game or whatever, and I seen like their warm ups. They didn't even have like the logo. Yeah, like you ain't even gonna have a logo. The Division One Nick Webster. My <laughs> facts, yo, not even a <laughs> not even a basketball. Wow. You know what I'm saying? What signifies is the fact that you got these tall dudes. For all I know, could have been a volleyball team going in there. You know what wow. I'm saying? And that's credit to the coach, though, right? For letting them know, like, hey, for stop where you're from, what we don't have, and let's focus on what we do have and get mm-hmm. some results. Man. It's like, yo, we're not playing. You're playing for. You're playing for that, right? Nothing. Hey, Matt, such a coach over there. I love it, man. I love it. He's giving the, you know, people listen. He's dropping gems over here, all right? Chips. Make sure, make sure you stay, stay <laughs> listen, tuned. Listen, I, I appreciate that Daniel Webster time I had. You know, I appreciated so much because now I go to Salem and I have things I didn't have, you know, like a turf field. You know, at Daniel Webster, we had a grass field. So we do playing the same on exercise field. for too long. And your grass is getting met. We'd have to, hey, all right, move all the cones 10 yards to the right. Uh, or we can't practice on it today because there's a little bit of rain. You know, you don't worry about that stuff at Salem State. That's funny. Yeah, th- th- for sure. There's levels to everything, man. There's le- Like we were just talking about, St. Peter's, to, you know, to, to Seton Hall. So, um, no, that's good to hear. Let's do this, Matt. We got the NCAA scoop. Let's jump into some Celts. I know you, Um, like we said, we're still on the basketball, still on the hardwood, still on the, you know. Yeah, ninety six feet, right? Um, what what's the scoop? You were, were you able to catch the Celtics game last night? I did. And who's the Celtics' best player? Jason Tatum, right? That's it. Of course. Where'd he play? Oh, oh. oh yeah. <laughs> you got us there, Matt. Yeah, I mean, it's about time they got a Duke player in there. And honestly, I'm really impressed with what he's doing this year. It's it's really he's fun to watch. The evolution, the evolution of Jason Tatum, guys. It's it's happening right in front of our face. That's exactly it, cause the evolution. We talked about just the, the it, physically his physical evolution. Obviously, dude, man. you know he can put the ball in the basket, no right. doubt about it. But um, I think his physical, just he's grown, man. He's grown into his body. I think he's been able to uh, dish out more, you know, more of a facilitator this year. Well, his maturity too, cause like remember that quote, that video you sent Matt. Matt I don't know if you saw this, but it was like. Um... Oh, he was on a fast break. Grant Will was calling for the alley oop. Yes. And they were like, Oh, why didn't you throw the alley oop to Grant Will? And he was like, Nah. Like, we gotta practice we gotta practice that. But Grant, he wasn't ready for that alley oop. Like, nah, I'll just take it myself. You know? the, but but he's the like, way I made he... the exec- I made the executive yes. decision, you know, to like yes. just take that one to the rack. And I think that's for me, for me as a fan, as a as a Celtics fan and just a Tatum fan, it's just like, all right, when are you gonna see that? Almost like that, yeah, a little bit of that bad guy. You know what I'm saying? It's like he's yeah, you need that. Just if you rewind for a bit, what I remember, I I couldn't understand that Jason Tatum and everyone thought I was saying this because I'm a Duke fan, but he was the third pick. You know, think the two guys got picked before him, Markel Fultz, who's like barely in the league, and then Lonzo Ball. I don't even know where he is now. But I couldn't believe that there were execs, NBA guys that get paid millions of dollars that thought those two guys would be a better pick than Jason Tatum. Happens every year. Happens that every, one was in, every, in every sport, too. NFL, I think about, like, the Luka Doncic, where he went, like, I think he went fourth or fifth. But like, nah, Luka went, Luka, Luka went, um, like, Bagley was in front of him. DeAndre Ayton was in front of I him. I think those ones are tougher because they're coming from overseas and they're not quite sure how they're going to pan out. Jason Tatum dominated that dude. And just his size, his 6'8 frame, you know, you kind of just knew he was going to be a good NBA guy. 
And Danny Ainge was the only guy who said, all right, yeah, all right, I'll take him. Because you said, uh, Matt, sorry, because uh, you said Luca. Uh, and then you know what my mind went to, and I know you guys because we're we're all old enough, but it went to Darko. My oh, mind went to Darko. Darko. Wow, number two, number two, and it's like who was sandwiched between those guys? I know D Wade, Chris Bosh, yeah, for sure. Oh, Carlos Carmelo, LeBron, you know what I'm saying? Like <clears throat> basically, Darko went to Detroit, and that could have been Carmelo instead. Yeah, and think about what sure. that would have been. I mean, those guys even went on and won a championship. Sorry, I just went back. You hit me with the Luca, what, what, and my mind was me dark. Now about the Celtics is obviously that Robert Williams injury. You know, he was he was playing big for them, but now you know they've lost. I think they've lost two in a row now since then, right? Yeah, first yeah. time since January. But that so, Toronto game, I, I would say that Toronto game though, there was a lot of people out. Tatum was out, Brown was out, uh, and they still just, almost won. They played great, if, right? And actually, that was, I thought that was actually a pretty pretty good game. But cause you were, fam, you were you were there, my guy. Like Hav, like Hav, like what was that like? Well, oh, last night you were there, yeah, cool. Man, I went to the game. Yeah, my voice—it's still, you know, I can't even tell you. First, of, shout out to my man, big, big Zach Stedman, man. What seats? Right on the floor, legit, right on the floor. I was talking to Udonis Haslam the whole game. Wow. I was talking to Dwayne Dedman. Dwayne Dedman's a loser, you know. He's a scrub. <laughs> I was talking to him. I was like, "Yo, Dwayne." I was like talking to him. He's like. He's like, you don't know me. Stop. He's like, stop saying my name or something like that. I was like, what? I was like, yo, chill. Is that the big guy? Yeah, Dwayne Dedman. Yeah, he's a he's like the backup center. Who had a great game. I think he's, which, yeah, he's, he's. Which, again, he's, if Robert Williams is in the game, that guy's probably not doing what he did last night. Not at all. Not at all. Nah, so, yeah, unbelievable seats. Had a fantastic time yesterday, man. Tough, tough L that we took, but can't complain about, um, you know, the company and, um, you know, just, just the whole setup. Was, oh, what a vibe last night. But, yeah, the Celts took their second L, like I said, second in a row since January. I mean, they could have had that number one seed, like, you know, been, been in control right there. So, yeah. definitely it stinks to lose that one, man. But do they want that one seed? <laughs> Why yeah, not? Maybe not. Why I mean, wouldn't they? Brooklyn? You want to play Brooklyn first? I mean, you... I, I, yeah. Yeah, I wants, Hav wants to smoke. <laughs> I will play Brooklyn. Wow. <laughs> I do want to play Brooklyn. Okay. So, get them out. Get them out get now. Them out. And I mean, they, they're early. just like... They're like a disarray. I don't, I don't, you know, they're not, they don't face like that. I'm not worried about Brooklyn. Well, I don't care. I'm worried about Kevin Durant. These, right. But like, you guys traded for Ingram and he, like, I don't oh, care for, what you oh, said. For Ben Simmons? I'm sorry. Um, I, got Sim. I got you. And it's like, he's not even, what's his not status? Even what's his status? He's, Any idea? I think he's done for the season. He's got a back injury. And I'll tell you what, as you know, and Vic has had back injuries. I've had back injuries. Knowing how they affect you moving forward, oh. anytime I see a professional athlete that has an injury like that, a herniated disc, I always feel for them and think, I hope they're back, but I know how difficult it is to, you're just not the same. Hey, you just don't sometimes ever come back. And it comes and it just comes and goes, right? It's symptomatic. So That's it. you, you can could sneeze, move the wrong you can way be making coffee. It's just, you can be in, you can be, um, Sitting at your desk at school, turn, bend over. That's what happens Vic, to me, I'm so guys. used to it now that I'm not kidding. Two weeks ago, I walked into work and, and the basketball coach said, "Hey, Matt, you're walking all crooked today." And I said, "Ah, you know, I played two games of soccer last night. Like, it's just it's how it is. It's how my back is now. You know, I just deal with it." <laughs> you just ride with it. Man. Charge it to the game. You know. He's like, it. "Why do you still play?" I mean, I love it. I love competing. It's so funny, man. man. It's so funny. And as you get older, too, right, Matt? Like, that recovery time is no joke, man. Oh. You know, it used to take me – I play a game. First of all, even, like, playing late at night, sometimes I'm like, man, it's too late for me. 
Yeah, or if the weather is too cold. I can't. Uh, I yeah. can't get warm here. That's funny, man. Uh, jump. Let's jump back to the Celts real quick. What do you think, Matt? Any predictions for the playoffs? Anything else across the league, across the NBA that you've been surprised with? Joel and B. We talked about Jokic, Giannis, like that MVP. Like they're putting up historical numbers. Yeah, what I'll tell you. I don't have anything across the NBA pre- landscape. I don't have big predictions. I'm. I'm really excited and curious to see if what Tatum did in the regular season can, can continue in the playoffs to see if he can be, and that's how you become the man is by doing, you know, something like Devin Booker did and getting to the NBA finals. I'll, I'll one up you. I'll say this much. Well, not one up you. I'll say this much. I think he's going to answer the call. I, I it's yo know, the role players need to really play their role. Uh, like, cause you said it before, like Jalen, you're the two, Marcus, you're the three. Like, figure that out, right? Like, all, all those little pieces, the call, the play calling. I mean, I, Tatum's going to be there to do the work. Well, it's a couple things real quick when you were just going. I talked about, again, being a star in your role, right? Man, these guys got to be a star in your role. Peyton Pritchard been coming off the bench doing work. Grant Williams all season has been phenomenal. Yeah, for sure. We can't – that doesn't mean Peyton Pritchard. You go out there and shoot 40 shots, right? So just being a star in your role. But – um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. this. The, the NBA, I saw something real quick about Jason Tatum saying, he's talking to Joel Embiid, saying next year he's going to win the MVP. <laughs> he told Joel Embiid, like, he said, yeah, next year I'm going at, like, it's mine next year. That's awesome. That's great to hear. Just have that mindset, you know, and just to have. You mentioned Embiid and, and, you know, what I think of the Sixers. You know, we talked about certain teams and certain sports that don't get it done. I mean, the 76ers are one of them. Right? They're not going to win. Classic case right there. Yeah. I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to think of others in other sports, right? Because I know there's NFL teams that come to mind. I just can't oh, you, well, I, I was just going to think of, like, the Braves. <laughs> I mean, obviously, they won recently, but, you know, a classic team to win the division. Uh, Buffalo get, Bills? There you go. I'm, Bills, you know, yeah. Taking a turn a little bit, but, yeah, there's been stints. There's been, you know, teams across every all, all sports. How about kind Gonzaga of, college basketball? Same, same time. Every year, Gonzaga's like the number one pick team in everyone's bracket, and they've never won a championship. I have. So true. So true. <laughs> what about your bra- any bracket? Uh, any bracket love, Matt? You doing any? Um, no, any, any success in the brackets. As a college coach, I'm oh, not yeah. allowed to do NCAA brackets, so I do not. Smart man, smart man. Look at that. That was a test right there. You just passed. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, good catch, Matt. Good stuff. You know, but if but I if could, you, I would. For the um, I know this the people in the admin, you know, um, just took a couple, just check check those boxes yeah. off. Yep, Matt's yep. complying. Right. I like that. Exactly, exactly. Get him that extension. Fellow coaches I, out there gonna we, appreciate We've that. been talking basketball. I didn't realize, Vic, that you're a big Manchester United fan. I would like to know your thoughts on uh, on that team. Like what's going on? I watched them. You got so many talented players and they just don't look like they can get it done. Wow. Shots fired. I don't know what to say, Matt. <laughs> I don't know what to say, Matt. <laughs> nah, Matt, bro. Dang, that did. cut deep, Matt. It did. Uh, no, it's definitely a talking point on the pod. I think every week uh, there's always a new player to kind of like poke fun at. Obviously, you know, Harry Maguire and all that. You know, it's just what a what a what a sad case. But I mean, the whole team as a whole, man, my my whole thought on it is, yes, just like anybody. Right. Um, I know it. We're a commercial ass club. You know, it's like that's just what we are or what they are. I don't want to say we. It sounds so sounds so. Right I now. like when people do that. I do it all the time. For like sure. I'm part of the Celts or the Red Sox or something. I yeah. just um, 
it, it's just crazy to me. Like, no, no Champions League. You're playing for fourth place. It's just where they've fallen over the times. It, it, it's crazy. It's just, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of like it to, because it's like, okay, at what point, if, if at all, will they get out of it? You know, yeah. um, it, it's not going to be this season. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Um, I can go on and on, Matt, but I'm just... They will. They'll be, they'll be all right eventually, but something needs to, to change. And Well, I think it's the coach, you know, and I know right now um, there's a lot of rumors flying around, like Luis Enrique, who's the coach for the Spanish national team, that he might take the position after the World Cup, that the current coach right now is going to stay on for another six months, so I don't know how that's going to fly. Um, coaches being told don't go there because, again, yeah. they're, they're a commercial club. Like you're, you know, don't if you're a technical coach, don't go there. You're gonna just be disappointed. You know, it sucks. Stinks, stinks. It's a bad vibe right now. It's I, not I, a I, good vibe. It's, it's well, like, hey, you got a couple Portuguese guys, so that's well. Good. No, we I just locked that. up. We just locked up Bruno to twenty twenty six. Hey, we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> Matt, Sorry, if you don't know throw, that, um, I had to throw that in there. That's terrible. And I don't think Matt knows about that unless he's taking his little nieces and nephews up to, to the. That's, uh, that's to a Disney the... reference, Matt. <laughs> no, I didn't know. Nah, my uh, bad. No, nah, it's all good. But yeah, but locked up Bruno. So I don't know, Matt. You know, it's uh, you know, I was hoping Ronaldo could have, but I mean, it's like he he did what he could, I guess. And he's he's yeah, he's just he can't he can't do as much as he used to do. Um, yeah, by the time a guy that was fun I, to watch, man. Still fun. I mean, that hat trick against Tottenham was unbelievable. I'm excited that he gets to play in one more World Cup. I'm really happy about that. Really, really happy about that. Because that if Portugal didn't get to play in the World Cup this year with the amount of talent they have, that would have been very disappointing. They're stacked. They're stacked. They got I, some players. I saw their lineup the other day when they played. My man Costa sent me their lineup. You yeah. know, Bruno Silva. Oh, Bern- excuse me, Bernardo, Bernardo Silva. Jota, yep. and Ronaldo. That's a- unbelievable. And then, and then Bruno in the middle. Yeah, yeah that's a stack. Um, yeah, then you got Neves, Moutinho. Uh, and then, dude, yeah. I can't even believe Pepe is still your center back. 39 years old. Like, wow. I'm t- we had a couple in- they, they, they had a couple injuries, though. Ruben Diaz has been hurt, so normally he would have been there. Yeah, he's a stud. Stud. Uh, and then Cancelo, Cancelo. The thing is, right, Portugal was always this team that didn't have that talent but had to find a way to get results. And now they have all this talent, and it seems like the results are tougher to get for them. <laughs> Funny because that works, coach, right? that coach, he wants to play that defensive, uh, He's a very defensive-minded guy. Yeah, so defensive, man. Crazy. Let them loose. Let them loose, man. Let those boys play. Seriously, let them play. Hey, um, Matt, we got. Well, we're gonna wrap it up here, uh, but for sure, again, thank you so much, Matt, for coming through, man. Big shout out to Salem State. Shout out to the people that, you know, you wanted to bless and, and mention that, you know, we're appreciative, you know, just along your ride helped you out. Um, we went through a bunch of the soccer stuff. We went through some NCAA stuff. We just kicked off some Celtics. Anything else you want to hit off, Matt? Um, you know, we touched on your camps that we'll throw the socials out there. We'll throw the link out there so people can connect with you that way. Uh, anything else popping off that you want to just mention real quick? Not really. I would say I appreciate you guys having me on. I think what you're doing is great. Um, you know, I try to listen to you guys as much as I can. Uh, it's fun to be on here with you guys. And um, I always appreciate, you know, people that support our program because it's uh, like you mentioned, I think uh, Vic was saying, you know, it's easy to see results, but to get those results, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of behind the scenes work. And, 
you know, I've been thankful to have some great players that have played for me. And I love, you know, people, our Instagram has gotten better and I think people enjoy following us on the ride. Oh, we're going to, we're going to give you a little, we'll hope, hopefully give you a little bump, Matt. Yeah, and I think people <laughs> enjoy it. I think people enjoy kind of watching us. Obviously, you know, the fall is prime time. Um, so if you remember, come fall, I encourage you two to come to a game too. I think you're going to love it. I think you're going to want to come back. We'll, we'll be there, Matt. We'll be there. We might have um, to pay a visit for sure. And yep. we always try to highlight or try to, you know, just support the local squads, you know, and just the local local folks, local homies, you know. So that's what we try to, for sure, try to, you know, bring a little spotlight. And Salem State, like, we all get ties. We talked about the RIV ties. We talked about the international SC ties. So, man, it's all family here, Matt. I know I know when Matt, uh, whenever, Matt, whenever it's like a game, uh, whatever, we'll, I might drop a text or it might drop like a thing you'd be like, we're all Vikings today. We're all Vikings today. If I'm having a good day, you get a message from me that you, says that. You, we had a big win. You, you already know it. You already know it. I look forward to them. I, li- I, I love it. I had to hit them off with them. I had to hit awesome. them off with them, Matt. Awesome. Awesome, Matt. Yeah, so thank you very much. Um, we're just going to wrap this up. We're going to take five. Say peace to Matt. But thank you for everyone sticking with us on the Revolution Pod. Uh, we'll catch you after the break. Thank you, Matt. See you guys. Thank you, Matt. Yo, yo, welcome back, guys. Episode 32 of the Riv Pod. Just me and Victorious now in the second half of the show. What's really good, cuz? What is good? 32-2. Wow, man. Matt just came, just blessed us. Awesome stuff for Matt, man. Wow, that was um, that was fun. Yep, that was that, really fun. That was fun. Got to get all the scoop all the way around. DW scoop. Even, you know, the Drake. We'll give the Drake it scoop. We'll throw that in there, too. Yep. But Drake it, Daniel Webster. Uh, excuse me, I miss UMass Dartmouth in there. Um, it's funny. It was, it was awesome always telling us how we, you know, went to like you know family down there, and you know got local ties down there, big Portuguese connections down there. But yeah, awesome stuff from Matt, man. Go, you know, you know went played. I played Portuguese American Club pack wall with him. Yeah, hard, um, hard those hard floors, man. Yeah, for sure, a time or two. So good to get Matt in here. He's now with Salem State, rocking and rolling over there. They're doing big things. We're definitely gonna have to go check out a match for him. Yeah, uh, for sure. Salem State, Vikings. Yeah, man, it's um, one what, what what a journey he's had. Um, <laughs> we thought about yep. him scoring four goals on me. <laughs> as wow, a twenty years ago. Wow. Twenty twenty years ago. Unbelievable. Wow. So now, good to get him in, man. Get his um, all his good stuff. He gave us the basketball takes too. NCAA. Um, yeah, it's good. Big big Duke fan. Clearly, I know a couple big Duke fans out there. So shout out to him. And then, um, yeah, even you know, with International SC, who we want to mention, you know, we got the game coming up on Saturday. So by the time you're listening to this, um, you know, might throw it out Friday, but probably Saturday, uh, you will have a chance to uh, hear us announcing the game for International SC up in Nashua, lovely Joanne Merrill Field, um, you know, on, on the campus of the U. Oh, you know it. Go Eagles, ISC in the house, Rift, Pod, Collab. Let's cool. go. Cool connections. Love, love, the, love the energy. Cool connections there with Matt, uh, you know, over ISC too. Yeah, talking about the uh, him and Jared. Um, yeah, even that, you know, we had, you know, had some battles back then. That, that was, that was, um, yeah, that was, uh, I've known Matt for, for, for a long time. And um, I, it just again, you know, it's always cool to learn something new about someone. So, 
Awesome. Thank you, Matt. We're going to keep the show rolling. Episode 32. Thank you guys for all the support out there, man. I know yes. just real quick through the new logo out there, fam. It's been a yeah. hit. Come yep. on now. Crispy, <laughs> yeah. clean. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So we got the merch coming, you know, had a little snafu with the merch, but you know, we're, get, we're working through it. So going to get, have that lined up next, but we're going to hop into, so you meet US MNT, big news, qualified hey. for the world cup. Come on. Come on, come on, uh, USMNT. 2022 World Cup participants, and for the audience, you know, and for all our soccer heads, you know, we 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 know. Um, 2018 was a tough one. We didn't make it, people. We're doing, in it now. Doing big things. I think it what? It's in November in Qatar, right? November, right? I think they said like, yeah, like the final could be right around like Thanksgiving. Awesome, pumped, looking so... forward to it. Definitely unique, unique. Um, a World Cup um, in the fall, never, never, never happened. Really unique. I mean, yeah, you know, in these times, it's been crazy times going on. So, yep. hey, so the last time we were uh, on the show, U.S. actually was playing Mexico, big battle. You know, didn't you know nothing really came out of that. Then we had the big match against Panama, and then what? What happened there, Victorious? I mean, that was the one. I mean, we knew we couldn't fumble against Mexico. No loss. Just going there. Okay, whatever. Zero zero tie. Next game, Panama. All right, fellas, fellas, bring, bring the noise. Bring the energy. Bring the bring the juice. Bring it. Bring the legs. And and they brought it. Um, it was a five one win overall. But uh, Pulisic hat trick. Just a dominant team performance. Um, I think I said it before. Anthony Robinson, left back, Fulham. Stud. Um, I'm a huge fan of him. Um, I think he's established. He had a beautiful cross in there for Ariola with the header. Guys, I could go on and on. That game against Panama, that's the if they can bring that type of performance to the World Cup. All right, let's go. Bring wow. That. Could be doing some things. That's it. You know, I know that's a lot to ask for. Um, I know that's a lot to ask for, but it's like, can you can can we? You know. Is it? But I think that's more for 2026, man. Man, I mean, it's pumped. I'm, I'm pumped right now. It's, it's awesome to look forward to. Have something to have there yeah, for sure. It's weird, you know. It's usually in the summer, of course. But yeah, out in Qatar, it's probably imagine, just, like, imagine being hot. Italy or an Italian fan and Oof. you missed two World Cups back to back after winning in the European Championship. I don't even. That's unfathomable. Unfathomable. <laughs> Un. <laughs> You know, because I've whatever. <laughs> Unfathomable. Good. Yes, we got Thank you. Thank you. Um, yo, good to see you. Good vibes right now with the U.S. men's national team, man. And uh, for sure, real quick, excuse me, my voice is a little hoarse from the Celtics game last night, you know. <laughs> but um, we're going to power through it. That's how yeah. we do it. Yeah, yo, uh, just good vibes. Got to mention, too, real quick, Canada and Mexico also qualified. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess all three to be expected. I, think, I, I don't think anybody expected Canada to be on top. No. You know, no, but um, no. I think for sure the result at the end of the day was where it was, you know, where, where it was always going to be. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the tournament. We lost. What, what was the final result? Well, know. so, and then the third game, which I mean, ultimately came down to that third. We couldn't, because we whooped Panama five to one, we went into the last game against Costa Rica and simply just could not lose by a scoreline of like five to nothing. We did lose two to nothing, which, you know, we can all shake our heads. Oh, yeah, you know, we lost. And, yeah, okay, it sucks. We lost to Costa Rica. 
But Costa Rica has something to fight for, too. I don't know if there's anyone below them, but Costa Rica, yeah, I mean, yeah, they were still trying to win 5 nothing, 6 nothing, because now they have to play in that, uh, I don't know, the play-in game versus um, the Oceana team, which I would imagine, I don't know, I don't want to say it's going to be Australia, but I, I don't know. I think we said it was going to be New Zealand. But, yeah, they got, like, a little playing game now. Yep, yep. So that's Costa Rica. But USMNT, we did our – we're in. 2022 World Cup. Here we go. The kids are coming. Pack your bags. And good luck in in, in Qatar. Ugh, that place – I don't know, man. Terrible. Sounds like it's just dirty. Terrible. FIFA, grimy. Grimy. That's not going to be – we're going to talk about positive things. We are going to talk. Right, right. The fact that we – Yep. Yep. Let's keep it moving. Yep. What else? Any other? I mean, so now we're back on, you know, obviously that's squared away back to club all over the place, back to club soccer. You know, had a little international break. You want to hop into some club soccer? Anything else you want to jump in for? Real quick before we go into club, um, just some, some teams cause that did not make it. Oh, and and then real quick, sorry. We got the the drawing tomorrow too, right? Drawing tomorrow. There's four, right. You got four pots. Um, Pot one, two, three, and four. Each one split into basically, you know, <clears throat> quality one to four. Ladi dadi. So that's tomorrow, Friday. Everyone will essentially find out who they'll be paired up against in the in the World Cup. Uh, teams that missed out in the World Cup. Okay, I know we touched on Italy, big ones, but some highlights: Nigeria, Egypt, Sweden, Colombia, Algeria. Some big names there. Um, and because I don't know if you caught that, but man. Did you see Mohamed Salah just getting laser beams oh, it, in his face? These guys were talking. We were talking about it in the group text with some of these guys with Harry and these cats. I honestly hey, unex- unacceptable. Like um, they played. No, they played. <clears throat> they played Cameroon in Cameroon, um, which is crazy that uh, Salah and Mane continue to just have to like just drag in. teams. Yeah, but um. The whole laser thing again. We can go on, but people like basically. I, I just it's crazy. This dude's face was lit up. The goalkeeper's faces were lit up by. How do you just let the green? How do you? How does that even happen? Yeah, I don't even understand it. I don't. Again, I just I I I wanted to highlight those teams. Those are some big teams that people would expect in the World Cup, uh, but they're not going to be there. So, sorry, Henry. Um, sorry, bud. Um, <laughs> no, no Columbia there. Nah, man. Not this year. Nope. Nope. What about um? You, any you, Weston McKinney? Is he gonna, he's gonna be making back or not? Uh, he will be back. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he'll be back for. Well, yeah, hundred percent for the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. I mean he. Yeah, yeah. I mean he's only gonna be out for probably another like six weeks, just to put it in perspective. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because he broke that. Uh, was that that metatarsal? Yeah, broke. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would hope. Yeah, it wasn't like a knee. Right where he's out for a year, um, just uh, just some toes. All right, let's let's hop into some club soccer, fam. Let's let's let's. Um, what do we got cooking? So with the Revs, um, basically, you know, we got um, the Red Bulls this weekend at home. Got to watch out for the Red Bulls. They're a good away team. So um, I know they got two away wins and they haven't had a win at home. So something about them being away, um, just to watch out. So we host them this weekend, and because I think I told you. You know, for the most part, like, okay, you know, we've seen Buxa, right? We've seen Hill, but where in God's name is Gustavo Boban? Like, where, like, we, 
we need a Gustavo. We need you. Come through. Score score some goals, please. So that's what I'm looking out for this weekend. That's for you know, and recently he's just signed an extension too. So like, man, where, where you where you been at, Gustavo? Where you been? Where you been? Seen Carlos here. We seen Buxa. Uh, we need you, Gustavo. Yep. Also legit, saw even legit, you know. Oh, legit's been solid too. Also saw Bruce Arena, or like heard him mention that like the start of this season for them, or you know between the the Champions League and what they got going on with the MLS, you know the scheduling, so on and so forth, preseason, blah blah blah. It's like it's like the hardest it's ever been in his career. And I was like, bro, stop it! Come on, Bruce, get you know, rally the troops up, like, do whatever. You, come on, keep it moving. Right. Um. Full season ahead, like full season. Let's go. Thirty some odd games left. Thirty something, and and start like in like you said, because it's um the games at the beginning of the season just as important as the ones at the end. Need this hey, one Saturday. Need this one. Can't have another New York team coming into our house, beating us. We're not going to be there. We're we're skipping this one. We're actually as every like we meant, made mention. We're going to be at the. Uh, Matt was talking about the um, you know the NCAA game going on the Final Four. Lots of action going on this weekend. So, so much, you uh, know, between our the ISC International SC Eagles debut that we're making, Final Four WrestleMania two day event. Um, what, what I'm missing something. What what's Met, going on? United plays at twelve thirty that day. We got uh, golf going on. NXT, right? stand, stand and deliver NXT. The homie Mellow. Just like I don't, it's like I'm everywhere. But I tell you right now, at six o'clock, our voices. You're gonna hear everybody. Boom, 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 boom. We're here. Yo, let's jump into what else is next, fam. Um, next. All right, that's it. Revs, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Need, Revs, need a big MLS, one. Thank um, you. We, need right, it. Peace. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, we're out. Um, and, 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 and really, for the refs, that's really all the attention they deserve right now. That's it. That's it. Yeah. We already know. You know. Come on, give us something to talk about, refs. All right, exactly. Because all right, let's take that plane. We're hopping over to Europe. Yeah, like I told you guys, um, coming up this Tuesday and Wednesday, we got some Champions League action. Again, City Atletico, City's at home. Benfica, Liverpool. Benfica's at home. Uh, then Wednesday, you got Chelsea and Madrid. Um, I, man, I want to see what Pulisic, Pulisic has um in store. Uh, for Madrid, so Chelsea's going to be at home. That's on Wednesday, and then you got Villarreal uh, versus Bayern. Villarreal. Um, so that's the final eight Champions League. Looking forward to it. And then the following week after that, uh, reverse fixtures. So that'll be sorted out. And before you know it, you know your final four will be in. So that's your quick Champions League uh, wrap up. Um, going into the Premier League, um, I touched on it. Um, United. Well, actually, I didn't touch on it. Maybe off air, but. United plays Leicester. Um, you know, they're sitting in sixth. United, Leicester in tenth. Nothing really big for Leicester. Kind of just mid-table fam. Um, then Arsenal, Crystal Palace. Tottenham, Newcastle. West Ham, Everton. We keep talking about it. Fourth place is pretty much up for grabs. So, for me, you know, those are the highlight matches for me to watch um, and that I'll be watching um, this upcoming weekend for the Premier League. So. Okay, okay. I mean... Um... Just jump back to Champions League real quick. I'm pumped for Champions League, as we all should be. And we'll um, definitely we'll get the lowdown before we, I think next show we'll be able to get some results, right? Uh, hundred percent. Um, no, actually, well, when we record next, sorry, I'm just doing my math here, people. Oh, we'll sure. Re- we'll be recording next Wednesday. Yeah, we'll have a result. We'll have a result from Wednesday. 
for sure. We'll be actually touching on the um, – we'll be able to give you guys a scoop on City, Atletico, and Benfica, Liverpool. Looking forward to that. So. There we go. So if we want to just jump across to the French League, Uber Eats, League One. <laughs> Got it out that time. Um, yeah, just keep it real light. We're just got a couple, you know, everyone's coming off of international break. Got a couple matches going on. We'll jump into the German league after. But for PSG, you know, just again, all they can focus on right now is that, you know, the domestic league, you know, the domestic title. So right. going up back off a of break, Messi, uh, you know, should be back. Uh, I think he was, you know, had like the flu or something before, but should be back. They're playing 16 side, Lorient. You know, should be an easy W. I mean, right, right. He played, he played international. Yep. yep um, so, so you back. know, but sometimes you never know. You know, they come back from international break, and it's like, oh, and plus, there's just you know, there's drama over there too. It's just a dramatic club between you know the those top, those top three guys. Right? It's funny Rupert. too. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, I, I sent you that thing too about uh, what's his name, Tiago. Tiago oh Silva. yeah, I don't know if you saw a chance to see that, but it was oh no, both. no, my bad, my bad, I didn't. Basically, about you know, he Tiago Silva was over there at PSG for a grip, and they offered, they didn't offer him a deal, or they offered like a, a one year deal. He ended up leaving to go to Chelsea, and then they offered Sergio Ramos, who was the same age as him, like a two year deal. And Sergio Ramos is like, you know, hasn't, I don't even know what he's done for the PSG, but he's done. You know, they couldn't reward the guy who'd been there for a minute. You know, who who put in the, uh, you know, the actual time there with them, and they wanted to kind, of, you know. Just, just goes yeah. to show you the kind of club they are. No, it's so crazy. And I remember, too, when he played for PSG, uh, he defended those guys. I mean, he was their captain. But, I mean, the quotes that he would put down, fam, were, like, pretty much, like, he, he was just, like, yeah, like, I'm, like, this is, I want to be with this club. Like, you know, pretty much, like, I'm I'm all yours. I'll give you everything. If he, You know, who knows? Had he stayed, they may have had some, maybe some Champions League glory. But, uh, um, I don't know. Maybe that's so much credit for it. That's all right. Yo, so be on the lookout. PSG playing. That's on Sunday on April 3rd. I can't, man, I can't believe it's going to be April already. First quarter's already over, guys. I, March 31st. First quarter's over. Holy moly. So PSG playing Laureate. That's on Sunday, April 3rd. Check that out. And then that's about it. The table, pretty standard. Spend, you know, same pretty much. We've talked about PSG up top. And then after that, we got. It was Nice. We got Marseille. Marseille, Rene, Rene. Yeah, same same group we've been talking about up in the mix. So see as the things kind of, you know, kind of last, what, seven, eight, nine, ten games here. Everyone's on 29 games in the French League. So, you know, we're we're now we're getting into the home stretch. Home stretch. Let's jump across to the German League. Same same thing, guys. Everyone's coming off an international break. Just got a couple matches to look forward to. I did notice that uh, the, one of the teams that we follow, uh, fam, they can't remember there was that little weird game, the postponed game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now they're doubling up this week. So Augsburg, they're playing on Sunday, April 3rd, against Wolfsburg, who sits 13th. Um, just a couple of places above them. Augsburg sitting 15th. They're playing again on Wednesday uh, against 10th place Mainz. And that's a makeup game that was postponed. So they're playing Sunday and Wednesday. Quick turnaround for Augsburg. Gotcha. And they need all the points they can get, fam. They 100%. I know they had that tough loss against Stuttgart. Which, man, I feel, I mean, that game probably going to come back. So hopefully, it, hopefully it doesn't come back to haunt them. Um, hopefully it doesn't. Yeah, 16th of the relegation playoff. So I don't know how that, I don't know how that works, really, to be honest. I got to figure that out. I, I got to look into that one more. 
Right. Maybe they do like a again. I right. I don't know how that goes. And then for Augsburg, you know, Pepe. We didn't talk. You know, we don't even think we mentioned him um, with the men's team, but he didn't really. He played that last game. I was gonna say he didn't feature much, right? Well, he started the game against um, Costa Rica, which they ended up losing two to nothing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Not to get back into the USMNT, but no, no, actually, right. but but, but while we're here, that's, but, why we, uh, that's, why we, that's why we hit Augsburg up. Well, the other piece to it, too, um, more than that, is the fact that, um, you know, we're in a German league, and I was going to say Gio Reyna, he, like, he, he also wasn't getting uh, much burn. Apparently, there was a stomach bug, though, Pav, on the team. I believe it. Yeah, um, I think um, there were a number of guys affected, so I don't know, you know, do, do we look into the Gio Reyna? Um, not starting any of those games because that's another thing. Like, why didn't he start? But you yeah. got other guys who have been playing. You know, again, um, touched we're, we're few, get, we, we touched yeah. on a few times, like the depth on the on the national team too. It's, it's yeah, um, it's exciting. Yeah, so Augsburg got those two matches to come up uh, Sunday and Wednesday. They're sitting fifteenth right now. They need all the points they can get. Let's all go. Right. Let's go, Augsburg. And they're playing two winnable games. I think Wolfsburg for sure, definitely winnable. And Mainz, you know, probably definitely, you know, a little bit harder, but, I, you know, it's not out of reach. Then let's jump to Frankfurt. They're playing uh, since 18th, excuse me, they're sitting eighth right now on the table, and mm-hmm. they're playing 18th side, Gretherfirth, right? We mentioned we mentioned that last time, so yep. should be a nice W for Frankfurt, but that's why they play the game. That's why they play. But, man, yeah, but, geez, let's, like, draw attention to the fact that SBVGG Greyer Firth goal differential is negative forty six. Really? Is that, is that bad? That's very, very, very bad. Twenty four goals for, seventy goals against. Forty six, terrible. And I saw, I was looking at the record, you know, the historical record between uh, Frankfurt and Greyer Firth. They definitely like a relegation type battle, uh, type mm. team. They're definitely so the the last five games. They played last on November 7, 2021. So they played last year. Before that, it was in 2013. Mm. So I'm assuming it's Gretherforth that's been up and down, but that could be wrong. I, I'm going to go and I, I would back that. I'm going to go and say that Gretherforth, which after weeks of uh, covering the German league, I think we Gretherforth. Okay, let's go. They Get like pronunciations a, down, people. They look like a terrible team. They got three wins right now in 27 matches. They got a shamrock for they basically the Celtics, man. Just not as good as them. I'm looking three at wins. their little logo here. It's like a Yeah, yeah, I see it. It's like I see it. It's a shamrock, yeah. Three <laughs> leaf clover. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a Celtics. Oh. <laughs> man. Maybe show them a little love. Might have to get that might have to cop a Greither Firth jersey. I was gonna say we might have to show them a little love. <laughs> Man, oh man, let's do it. Let's keep it moving. That's the that's the soccer update. That's it, man. With the MLS, U.S. men's national team, big things, big things with them. Big things. Jumped into Europe, all over the place. Coming back now, Champions League to look forward to. Come on, let's go. What else we got, fam? What are we jumping into next? Well, you're gonna jump into this knee into your into your side. Take it easy. Hope hope you didn't remove your knee pads to give me the real bone. You know, don't. Take it easy on me. I actually had the knee brace on, so you actually got some metal in there. Too. <laughs> he had the stone cold knee brace on. 
Oh yeah, cause man, yo, big weekend for wrestling, man. It's um, it's almost we we it's so much to unpack from this episode. Um, but for the people, you know, it's WrestleMania weekend, and just you know, I know we touched briefly cause on the independent circle, but there's so many independent um things that are going on that are um going like you know basically replicating uh WrestleMania weekend. So just oh, so awesome. much. Yeah, just so like you know, basically, um, all these promotions kind of uh do like their big uh their big thing. So all the this is their big weekend too. It's their big weekend too. But yo, man, listen, we've touched on it many times, and we'll always continue to touch on it. The homie mellow, uh, NXT stand and deliver Saturday one o'clock. I'm gonna shut it out. Peacock, uh, WWE Network, uh, catch it. You know that's the that's the, they're basically their WrestleMania. The homie mellow. I think I've told you guys it's going to be a five-man ladder match. The homie Mello is going against some certified dudes. I think I told you guys. Um, I mentioned a few Let's of them. Let's go, Mello. Let's go, Mello. You know, it was the first, the first match, cuz, to get this NXT title, to get the North American Championship, was a ladder match. So the fact that they're doing a five-man ladder match, again, the homie Mello, Cameron got experience in that ladder match, Mello. Yep, yep. You got again. I made Santos Escobar, Cameron Grimes got that fourth spot. Um, so you got who else? You got Sola, Sokoa. Again, I think I told you that's one of the uh, the Uso, the Bloodline, Roman's cousin. Um, Grayson Waller, uh, kind of another bad dude. Yeah, I think I touched on Santos Escobar. So, anyways, you know, it's gonna be again the the real name we should all be, you know, is, is, is Carmelo Hayes, people. So I don't know, cause honestly, my prediction, I, I'm gonna go with Mello, cause it's just, I'm just. It makes sense. It's the A champ. Like it I just, sense. but it's gonna be the match of the night. It match, out, Mello. It's, it's gonna be the match of the night. So shout out to the homie Mello. Good luck, and more to deliver on that. From we'll Stan be watching. We'll be watching that one. Yep, you already know it. Um, and then. Just segueing into WrestleMania, man. Um, just a big weekend, huge weekend uh, for WrestleMania. Um, again, for me, the biggest match. You know, I won't even get in to all the other ones, but the one for me that stands out just—it's just—it's Roman Reigns and Brock. You know, it's a big match. It's a unification of the titles. Both these guys are doing incredible work on the mic. They're legends in the WWE game, and I don't know—it's just a story to highlight. Um, there's a few other matches I could touch on. Like I told you, Johnny Knoxville, Logan Paul, these guys are, you know, they're in it. I know. It's like, <laughs> but hey, you know. Whatever, yeah, whatever. It's sports entertainment, doggy. Um, who else? Pat McAfee. Um, he's in like it as that. well. He's legit. Um, yeah. But again, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll report back on it next week. But big, big wrestling weekend. Good luck to the homie Carmelo Hayes. Um, and I don't know, because I don't know if um, you want to add to that. Now, just let piggyback off you. Of course, always, we throw the support behind Mello, you know. And real quick, I think Ant is trying to come back on. So, you know, be on the lookout for that. Yep. Trying to have a little uh, remix, a little run back with Ant. So, um, yeah, no, just quick shout out to that. We'll be watching, throwing our support behind the the A-Champ. That's about it, man. That's all I got. You already know, cuz. So, that's the wrestling school, people. Um, Cuz. Nice and light. Yeah, we... Just keeping it light, you know. That's we had that. We yep. had to highlight Matt on the first half of the first half of the episode. So just keep it up light here on the second half. Um, you know, just bouncing, bouncing over some. We're couple. just because we're just covering history. 
That's it. That's all we're doing. We're just covering history. What do you want to do next? Let's hop in the PGA streets. Yeah, I'm trying to get on the links. Let's get on the let's get on the greens. Let's do it real quick. You know, we'll hop through. Man, just got a highlight last week. I mean, this again, so much stuff going on, so much sports going on. Next week, I'll jump into real quick. Next week is a Masters, right? Big massive turn. Everyone knows the Masters, you know, down in Augusta. They got the music going. Unbelievable Masters. Champions. Music. Oh, my bad. That's basically, yeah, basically, right? But, so, I, but that's what I'd be thinking. They got um, last week to hop back was the, the Dell match play which was bracket style, which, you know, we had in, in the group that we follow. I know my man Birdman always crushes Rob. He always crushes the bracket style. He's done it for like a couple <laughs> of years now. He's actually won the same tournament, I think, two years in a row Unbelievable. You know, on DraftKings. So he he's had some some solid success. I know I did fairly well. I think you did well. Uh, yo, it's, it's just a different – yo, it takes a little strategy, fam. Some people don't get it. It definitely takes strategy. And I just want to – I want to give credit where credit needs to be due. <laughs> people last week uh cuz was uh, hob was telling us like um yeah you know um you know vic like give us the the rundown of the winners and he's like yeah you got second place and i just ran with that i was like <laughs> yeah yeah second place um so listen um that was rory's spot last uh last week and um i want to know it was yeah it was rory's spot spot the, or like the week before so just want to a little mix up a little, little mix up, up but but it wasn't me. It wasn't me like Shaggy. <laughs> yeah, so that was an awesome tournament. Scotty Scheffler won it. Uh, you know, the actual goal, you know, for the, the results, the actual, yeah, I think he's got like three in a, you know, three wins this year too. So he's on one. New number one play in the world right there, Scotty Scheffler. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. So he's doing real well this year. But, uh, you know, before the PGA stuff, we always want to actually highlight the people we know and like the DraftKings and all that good stuff. So mm-hmm. shout out to Rob, you did well. Shout out, and I think you know, Victorious did well in our league. I did well, um, but yeah, it was a good week. But yeah, um, well, so so Rory had placed second place where I said, um, I was second like the week prior, and then this one that we're covering for the Dell, uh, Rory won. Um, he actually finished in first place, so yeah, he's been on a tear, uh, he's been on a tear. So shout out to the homie. Let's jump into this week. We're staying in Texas, we were in Austin Country Club last week. This week, we're down in San Antonio doing the TPC San Antonio course, and it's a Valero Texas Open. Man, it's just, you know, another tournament. And it's weird, like I said, because the Masters is next week, and that's such a big tournament. People focus on it. Obviously, it's like the it's the big dogs. It's the best of the best um, as far as who's ranked. You know, there's, there's weird, you know, people who've won the Masters, like, always get a chance back. They always get an invite back. Right. So right. on and so forth. But there's more or less it's the best players. So some – you know, just do, they got to pick and choose, you know, can't be playing every week. They're trying to focus on that, this, that, and the other. So this field ends up being like, not the best field ends up being like a weaker field. So I can, you know, it's understandable, right? Some people just got to, you know, do that. You know, they got to plan it properly, right? They got to pick and right. choose. Spots. Right. Understandable thing to do, but still some big names in this field, you know, Bryson playing who else we got Rory McElroy playing. Yeah. I know Rory took a week off last week. Um, yep. So, so, so this type of stuff, right? So he took a week off last week, and then he's playing this week to, you know, try to gear up for next week, that type of stuff. But, yeah, we'll see what happens, see how the results turn out this week. But I for sure wanted to just touch on – oh, I know you wanted to mention that correction, Victorious. And I wanted to mention just the Dell math play because it's just – it's, uh, you know, the bracket style. <clears throat> Excuse me. Just with um, how that all plays out is really cool to me. That was um, – I agree. I Again, um, just being kind of like – 
first time going into the golf season and actually, you know, really paying attention to it. I'm really trying to soak it in um, to really understand, okay, like this is this is how we get down. This is how we get down. So, And for this week, like I said, they're down in uh, the Valero Texas Open doing that in San Antonio. It's already – it's Thursday, so they've already played the first round. Ross, Russell Knox in front. Go Russell Knox. Your boy Hajgar, victorious in second. Mm-hmm. Matt Kuchar up there. Danny McCarthy. Aaron Rye – or excuse me, uh, J.J. Spawn is up there. So, yeah, we got um, the tournament's already kicked off. We'll give you guys the results. And then, oh, Lahiri, huh? Wow, still doing things. Okay. Yeah, love to see it. Love to see it. Love He's up there tied for seventh, minus yeah. four. So, people putting up some big numbers. Like I said, Russell Knox is minus seven right now. He's leading the way on Thursday. We'll give you the results next week. But yeah, we're looking forward to the Masters as well. Just a massive tournament. Just a massive. There's going to be some big, big games out there for DraftKings, too, for uh, any of the DraftKings heads up there. Big names. Big big games, big games. As no, I'm in, saying though, like, oh, for sure, big yes. My, well, my, my well, there's like one name, big name. Wow, you know, one big name, one big yeah, like one big name. The big cat, Tiger, what Rack do you think? City. What do you think? This uh, this this is a little scuttlebutt out there. Some rumors, rumor mill. Yeah, I'm not putting a bet on him. I'll tell you that much. I'm definitely not putting a bet on him. I'm definitely not playing in my drafting. <laughs> definitely. Right. I hope he plays. I hope he I wins. Hope it's the same. I, I'll tell you right now. I right. There's just uh, yeah, I don't right. know. It's, it's there's this word out there. He's practicing. Or he landed in Augusta. Like his plane is out there. There's there's the word on the street. You know, there's they're leaving crumbs out there for us to pick up. <laughs> for sure. Like yo, I don't know. Well, I mean, the man's practicing out there. What do you mean? He's playing. Let's go. Awesome. Love to see it, man. Hope he I does. Do. Hope he does well. We'll see what happens with that. But we'll give everyone the scoop. Yeah, good. That was a nice little throw in victorious right there. Thank you. Thank you. Good work. Man, this guy's really he's really staying true to the PGA. I'm just, yo, um, I'm, I'm in it to win it. Man. Love it. Yo, we're going to wrap it up. Man. We're going to bring it to the OT style, right? Are we there? We're here. So, guys, episode 32, March 31st, 2022. Man, we're here on a Thursday night, fam. Thank you to Matt for joining us. What do you got for OT, fam? This is wide open. We we leave this anywhere. Where are you going? Where are you taking us tonight? Because I think, you know, you mentioned it earlier. New logo. um, Oh, you know, be on the lookout for that if you haven't already seen it. Clean, crispy, um, and those 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 bots, man. They just they eat it up, man. On the <laughs> IG, promoted on Reality Records. How many robots are on the internet? Man? <laughs> like how many? Those you just gotta. I, every time I see that promoted on Reality Records, I'm like, dude, I want to reach through my phone or reach through the computer and choke somebody. What are you talking about? Talking about Reality fall Records. Back. Promote Reality me. Records. Promote yeah, me. Seriously. Yo, throw what me you, out there. Would throw me out there. So I'm just like, again, I know I just I, it makes me think though, like how the how does accounts like get made? I mean, IG is one thing. TikTok, it's a whole I don't even cause I can't even mess with TikTok. I can't. <laughs> like I know we got the account and people if you've been like I'm sorry, you know, trying to keep up with it all, but man, TikTok, it's like it's I a robot. I gotta get on there. It's I gotta so, get out there. My brother's a, on there. Big shout out to my brother. Shout man. out to he's the homie Mario. My brother Mario, he's out there doing big things on TikTok. And yeah, yo, things. 
Snag a paintbrush from this man if yes. you know. Um, Saga stole me designs. Yeah, like Saga designs. Well, I'll throw it up on the socials, Tim. I'll For throw sure. it up on the socials. But I'll tell you, right? I mean, Mario knows probably how to manage the robots. Me, the bots, I see, yo, I me, on. I see the bots because I lose it. I'm like, I can't right now. Triggered. I don't even. Just stay away, man. Stay away from me. So yeah, man. I just had to touch on the um, on the uh, you know, the iRobot world. Wow, that yeah, be on the lookout, man. The robots are taking over. Yo, I um, might have a robot slap you or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take fam. I'm gonna take that. Ball. <laughs> you you trying to you trying to like take the ball? I'm gonna take it from to give you the NBA Jam defense. Excuse me, people. <coughs> I'm Sorry. going to fam. Talk about anything in the OT. Let's get into it. How come we always got? There's always got to be that one person with that with those green texts, fam. How come there's always a one one person in the group throwing everything off? Yo, all the vibes seven. off. Yo, I, yo, what's really good? I know, yo, I can't. My man, sell like yo. Uh, so what's really good? I I don't know if he still got the Nokia. He's still oh, playing my. Snake. If he's yo. still playing Snake too. There's but always... I know, like, it's hilarious. We were throwing out some emojis in the group text, and he was like, what emoji is that? Like, you know, it comes over as, like, a different emoji. I don't know if it's the software. I don't know what it needs the update. Like, yeah. I don't know what's going on. But what's really good with these? And, yo, people who have these green phones, these androids, speaking of robots, they're always taking, like, a hard stand. Like, yo, I'll never get an iPhone. Like, they're always playing tough with that. It's like, yo, take it easy, first of all. It's just a phone, but, like. Yo, I know. It's, come on, get 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 on the wave, guys. Got like uh, our fantasy football league again. There's always side one person. Like, how does it? How is this not all blue right now? That's a riot, dude. Like, how like is this a, not all blue right now? Crazy from Apple, like a weird little you know marketing tool or whatever. But yeah, jeez, <laughs> but like, but damn, talk about the green world. Like, you get it bad though. Yeah, it's. Nasty out there with those. You got it. Lines. You got it bad. But I just had to. I just had to riff on that real quick. Like, yo, there's oh, always that hilarious. one person. Like, yo, give me those. We'll get out of it. And then, like I said, he didn't have the the way that like Rob Birdman was sending like some emojis, and they were coming over to sell like all oh, it's something else. You know, it was a riot. So and they so, began yeah, tight too. They began tight like on a different level. It's like, yeah, yo, I, I just, told you they, for no reason. I didn't say it wasn't bad. I'm just saying like get like iPhones better. I gotta give you that. Yeah, appreciate it, fam. Let me bounce that, <laughs> bounce that ball back. Yeah, man. Yo, I've been because I, I think I made it like part of like my like New Year's resolution. Just watch more shows. It's like if I don't know why I watch or not have enough screen time, but I try and really dedicate my time towards like good quality stuff now. Two shows I've been watching on on Hulu. Hulu been kind of smashing. Hulu, you know. And I don't even want to be like giving out free promos, but here we are. Um, yo, so I've been watching a show. It's called The Dropout. So basically, I don't know if you heard about it, but it's basically about this chick. Her name's Michelle Carter, and she was basically like running like oh, yeah, a the fake... plane... yeah, Wait. Theranos. Theranos. Oh yes, yes. Oh, Bro. Silicon Valley. Like, honestly, I I can't even believe. What was it like? Fake testing or something? Bro. Like blood, blood with blood, yes. blood work yeah. and stuff. Basically, giving people fake test results, like or like inaccurate test results, and then like making knowing knowing that you're doing it wrong. And this was like a public company, right? Bro, they were like gender. They were like with Walgreens. Like Walgreens was like all in on them. That's why I don't mess with Walgreens. Sorry. 
But anyways, like, yo, how'd you just steamroll Walgreens in that? <laughs> yo, my bad, my bad. But I'm saying, but, but off, after watching this, this, what was this it? What movie? Was it? It's called the Dropo. The, the um, yo, the actor, she's good, man. She's yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, it's a really cool. Yeah, it's out in out in Silicon Valley, OS. Yeah, this base, this like some talk about what was it? The um, who is it? The who are you always talking about? Um, uh, the, sorry. Um, uh, the, what's his name? The Instagram guy? Oh, what's his name? Oh damn! I'm you know off. who I'm talking about? No, I don't. Oh, I don't. Man, I don't. Gosh. All right. We'll, no, we'll, we'll, keep, we'll, we'll yeah, we'll come back. We'll, we'll, we'll come get back. back to it. We'll get back to it. But um, yep. no, nah, let's um, we're, we're, my bad, my bad. Let's no, no, that. no, we're let's good. We're good. Where are you at? Where are you? No, at? no, no. Just um, I saw that one, and then um, then another one too. It's, it's called the girl from Plainville. Another. Oh, oh, that's what I thought you were talking about. That's what, it's funny you mentioned that. Oh, the plane, the girl from Plainville, the one with the text in. When you said the... Michelle Carter, is that is that her name? Oh damn, maybe I got the girls mixed up. Maybe oh, Michelle. Okay. Oh Michelle wait, is definitely the girl from Plainville. Wait, the other one is like Elizabeth something, right? Elizabeth Holmes, maybe. Um. All right. So the dropout, just to be clear, people, is the story about the Theranos and the fakeness. But there's a blonde. So actually, both the main characters and the girl from Plainville and the dropout, they're both blondes. Just to put it in context. But the girl from the dropout, um, again, that's the movie about the Theranos and the fake <clears throat> blood samples. That's separate. And then the girl from Plainville, that's that whole um. Yeah, so like it, Plainville, Mass. That's local, bro. That is where she was know, texting yo, the kid, like, "Yo, kill yourself." One of those, right? I'm like, I can't even. Um, girl got it, those caterpillar for eyebrows. That shit. Yes, like the like a face that you look at and you're like, "Yeah, she definitely did something messed up." Dang. Yeah. But anyways, yo, but what uh, is that? Like, a, what are those? Are those like so, mini series? So, yeah, they are. Them? And actually, so the girl from Plainville said three. I think it's only three. Like it may be like an hour and a half, or maybe an hour, but solid. Uh, the dropout is like eight, and I think they drop one every. It's like you can't binge watch it, or like okay. maybe you can binge watch it after it's all come out. But we've been watching every week, so no, it's actually. Those are solid. So I don't know those are those are two that I wanted to shout out. Just be on the lookout, man. Crazy girls. I'm sorry, man. Just I'm not saying all girls are crazy, by any means. I'm just saying like the highlight of this, just the craziness of people. It's like, sorry, people. I'm not. Oh, it's, a, it's, it's a riot, fam. Oh, yo, we said we're going to try to watch some more shows, right? When we're going that's through it. That, that's it. We're just trying to right. do that year in review and, like, yo, best TV shows. I was like, I don't even watch TV shows. You know what I'm saying? Here so, I am, man. I'm over here reporting, like, you know. There we go. <laughs> trying to get back to for the people. Hilarious. Yo, I just got a couple real quick, just like some observations I made. Not even like um, anything real serious, but have you ever just a couple real, yo, just completely off the top, just out of left field, but. Have you ever seen like I've, I've seen this a couple times recently and it's made me it's popped in my head. Have you ever seen like a bird store next to like a chicken place, fam? Like a bird store next to a chicken? No, and if there I, is, I, I saw I saw one, and then I also noticed I saw a fish store next to a seafood place. <laughs> I was like, yo, and believe me, I know these things, I yo, I'm you know, but just went. This is how my brain works victorious this is how my brain works you know so i seen both of these recently and i was like what is going on around here it's like no one else noticed that like when these things happen like what is i'm the only one who noticed that's just you know i had to just mention that i threw it i always drop these things down in my, my you know my phone and my notes when this i see these like you know just nonsense things i was just like what is going on here no one notices that right next to this chicken spot there's like a bird there's a you know, what's going on? This man's eating the real chicken coop, chicken salad. 
<laughs> next to this seafood place is like an aquarium little you know come get your fish but like what is going on eating here? goldfish What's going on here? Supposed to be a serve gold. So I just again, you know, it's been a you know nice little episode here. But I just, oh, it has been. I had to throw that out there, you know. This like, is, yeah. um, it's um, this has been a, yeah, man, this has been a good one. <laughs> this has been a good one. Appreciate it. anything else, fam? You want to hit on? <sighs> that's it, man. That's um, that's all I got. That's all I got, Chris. No, nah, it's been good. Yeah, again, we always, always, always. Thank you for the support. Make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you share. Thank you for listening. All that good stuff, man. If you're listening to us, share it with somebody. We appreciate it. Then we got International Soccer Club, the collaboration with the Rip Pod. Come on, fam. That's one thing I definitely meant to say. Was... No, yo, we're on. That's why we're here doing it. We're here doing it together. Tag team. Back you again. Know. So. Yo, March 31st, 2022, man. We appreciate all the support, all the love. Thank you, Matt Carrera, for joining us. Huge, big things going on for them over there at Salem State. Got to make a match. Looking forward to that. What else we got, fam? Anything I missed? That Portuguese love, baby. Wow. Shout out to all the Portuguese brethren out there. We, Yo, a lot of Portuguese love. A lot, a lot. Shout out Mellow Music, all that. Stuff free. Uh, uh, what else? You know, I, I thought uh, Bukarai. That's not <laughs> the good stuff. No, so I was gonna say we know the swears, right? Typical. Sorry, just... but I'd like a nice bifana with the onions Ooh. too. So boys, um, my man so... Eddie would say like those those oves, right? Two eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's finish this episode. Yo, let's episode go. thirty-two. Thank you everyone for joining us. Appreciate it for the homie victorious, your boy Javier. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you.